What's going on, Alpha Leaders? Listen, this episode of the Alpha Mindset Podcast is presented to you by our newest sponsor, Checks Watches. We all know looking good is feeling good, but sometimes looking good can be expensive, but not with Checks Watches. Checks Watches create products that look amazing, go the distance, and save you time. The greatest gear you've experienced all under one roof. If you want to look good without breaking the bank, then go over and check them out at www.checkswatches.com. Get ready to amplify your energy and unlock your limitless potential with our dynamic podcast hosted by a powerhouse of motivation and inspiration. Brace yourself for electrifying insights, empowering stories, and actionable strategies that will propel you to greatness. This is the podcast that fuels your fire and transforms your life. Now here is the head alpha himself, Isaac. Oh, man. What's up, Alpha Leaders? Welcome to another episode of the Alpha Mindset Podcast. We got Fuck What You Heard on the stereo right now, bumping. We got wow. my boy Young Cab in the building joining us today on the podcast. My man, what how are do? you living? Oh, I'm living, bro. Smiling and doing that thing as, as we should and as we could. You know what I mean, bro? Hey, hey, honestly, bro, real quick, before we start. Shout out to you, bro. The Alpha Mind. I, I love the whole uh, the whole gist of it, bro. So so I appreciate you having me on, man. It's cool that you're playing one of the songs, you know. Uh, we'll get into the whole rap stuff and, you know, all that stuff later. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's always good to hear somebody appreciate stuff you create. So I appreciate it. Hey, man, it's an art form, and I appreciate the art behind it, brother. That song gets me going every day. Every time it comes on, it's a bop, <laughs> man. So I appreciate it, brother. So, man, man, like I said, welcome to the show, man. It's a very excited to have you on here and – you know, like I said, you, you and I go way back, man. We've been friends for a long, long time. I think, shoot, middle school days, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. we, we go back pretty far, man. So Like 07, you know? 07, baby, 07. 07, that way, yeah. <laughs> Staying strong. And and I've seen you grow from just from a football star, bro, to following your dreams and an amazing dad. And, uh, bro, it's it's amazing to see what you've accomplished so far. So I actually want to kind of get into it. If you can, man, just kind of introduce yourself to the to the people to show them, tell them a little about yourself and uh, who you are, man. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, you know, my name is uh, is very much Donald, but everybody knows me as Cab, Young Cab, Don Cab, Cabby. You know, the list goes on and on. Uh, but yeah, man, somebody who's uh, you know, uh, was raised by his grandparents, uh, born in the Bay Area, grew up in the Central Valley since I was young, so I call this home. Uh, raising my my daughter and uh, kind of just. Just trying to uh, do things every day to, to make myself progress, trying to be that best version. That's it. That's it. You know, hey, man, sometimes it seems like it's that simple, but there's a lot in there, man. So you you come from oh, good yeah. places it, and it never is that simple, you know, but, you know, that's that's kind of just the thought process I have to roll with, at least for me. It works, you know. Hey, yeah. As long as it works, brother. As long as it works, it works, my yeah. man. So, you know, for a lot of people don't know, we're going to kind of get into what is it that you actually do. So. Uh, for those who don't know, the reason why he's called Young Cab, that's his artist name. And the song you heard is one of his many, many beautiful hits that we've actually mm -hmm. I've heard and followed. And so I kind of want to get into that, man. You know, what what got you into just the music business itself? And that's something that I've known you since, like I said, 07. It's been like that since yeah. then and it's grown now. So tell us a little bit about, it, man, how'd you get into the whole music business? Yeah, man. So uh, I'll, I'll start kind of in the background and I'll kind of let you know where I'm at now because a lot of things have changed, you know. Um, 2000, I want to say about that, that time frame of like 2007 or so, uh, was when I first 
really was like, you know what? I like hip hop music. I like music in general. Uh, let me take a stab at it. And uh, I was fortunate enough to link up with uh, Jason Zucchini, was uh, my friend. And uh, he invited me over. Didn't live that far, so I had to walk across the uh, the canal. And uh, his brothers had the whole microphone set up and everything. And that was the first time I ever sat down and really was like, uh, let me try to record this. It was, it was super nervous, but I, I knew that I, I could j- juggle around some words and stuff like that. Uh, so I went, I went that route. And uh, after rhyming with them for a while, I, I kind of started trying to learn and, and progress my own way of, of trying to figure out how I can do it myself. Um, you know, as time went on and, and high school went on and, you know, meeting different people that, that did it, I uh, would go from house to house and kind of just been a sponge, kind of just try to learn information and take it in. And um, I, w- I would say probably didn't really, really get, you know, in depth with it until probably like junior, senior year was when I was like asking, you know, my grandparents for like studio stuff or a microphone or this and that, because I was like, let me try to figure this out, you know, try to try to make it myself instead of having to worry about going other places. Uh, so then that happened, um, you know, would, would make a few songs. Some people like it, got played at like house parties and, you know, became like, uh, like, uh, there was one song that I had that, uh, uh, man, I can't even remember the name cause it's so long ago. I mean, we're talking 11 years ago <laughs> and, uh, and I remember that was the one song that everybody would like, they would see me and they would like phrase, you know? Uh, so then I, I would really start like getting attracted to that. You know, I was really, really stuck in football and sports and it, it, and I'm happy I was cause you know, I got that brotherhood aspect and, and everything. But, uh, once football was done, uh, I play, I played at Merced junior college. Uh, once that was done, I uh, kind of needed something that, to continue that, that void of that, that lost feeling. And since I already had music, I, I kind of doubled down and, and, uh, kept recording, kept recording and, you know, would drop stuff here and there. Uh, take me to a couple years later when I would make my first EP, which is, uh, you know, fuck what you heard was on there. So, but that, you know, it's been, I don't know, three years since that. Um, and kind of to the point where I want to get now where I say a lot of things have changed. Um, so I've, I, I no longer rap. I haven't recorded anything since that time frame. Well, I have, I just haven't released it. Um, and it's <laughs> been years since, since I've had this stuff in the vault. And uh, the reason behind it was I is, you know, as I changed and, and grew as a person and, and my taste changed in music, uh, I kind of fell more in love with electronic music. So as you, as you probably see now is, is a, a lot more aiming towards like DJing and stuff. Um, so yeah, man, it was, I, I kind of give you the little backstory on that. It was uh, 2019. I went to my first music festival. I went by myself, didn't know anything about the scene or the people or any artists or producers or anything like that. Uh, met some cool people there. Yeah, <laughs> met some cool people there. Uh, still friends with them to this day. And uh, from from that moment on, I uh, I dove deep into it, and I kind of put the rapping on the on the back burner, and kind of focused more on like production, and, and that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, another thing that kind of got me out of like that rap uh, hip hop like form was uh, you know I would go to like the electronic shows. And then I would still go to like the rap shows and stuff. And I noticed a big difference, right? I noticed how in the electronic shows, everything was like welcoming and, and you know, you meet people and you want to connect and this and that. Uh, by, you know, opposite of the, the rap shows where it's like our group, your group, their group, and everybody's kind of in competition with everybody in a sense of like, you know, who who's the hardest group in the room, right? Because it's hip hop, it's rap, that's, that's what we did. So um, as I kind of got past that part i started realizing you know and then i had like friends i went to jail 
and you know, and 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 I and I I saw it, and I was like, you know, this is kind of putting me away from from that stuff. Uh, so then I kind of dove more into like the the electronic world, man. And and it's weird. I did a complete flip out of nowhere, and people were just like, "What happened?" You know. <laughs> um, but that's kind of what brought me now, man. So I appreciate uh, you know you recognizing the hip hop songs, and it's even cool to know that I dropped like that like three years ago, and, and like I get like notifications of like statistics saying that like people are still playing it. You know, it, mm-hmm. it got played in like Germany and like Sweden and this and that just oh, randomly, right. you know. Yeah, so uh yeah, man, that's kind of where I'm at now. No, that's cool, man. You know, and and that but that's how it evolved, right? Your dreams still evolved, your your passion for yeah. the love of music. At the end of the day, it's still the love of music, whether the genre changed or not, right? You know what I mean? Your your dream evolved and it evolved in a big way, man. And that's why I asked you that question because a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of people that do that. I mean, shoot, you look at, uh, like I didn't know little John was a freaking DJ. No idea mm-hmm. until he's, I saw him in Colorado. <laughs> He was a he's you know and, and it's crazy because like like DJs now it's kind of a different art well no it's the same art form but the DJs that you hear that are like big time DJs and why like festivals bring in so many people is it's it's not just about the art form of DJing of playing other people's songs now to get to that point you have to be a producer which little little John was a producer you know oh, yeah. started in hip hop way back when right so then he kind of just turned into that 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 uh that dancing part, you know, and, and, and I don't know his story behind it, but it's, it's kind of like a parallel line of like, you know what, I'm going more here. Obviously he's, he's had, you know, major, major success and all that. But, but, uh, you know, it's, it's cool that you say that, that, uh, because Lil Jon's like a great example of somebody who's went from like hip hop to like electronic and like nobody knew, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I literally got to call my cousins like, Hey man, I know you just moved out to here in Colorado, but, uh, I forget the club, but he's like, Hey, yo, Lil John's playing, man. I got your tickets. You want to go? I go, he's going to sing. He's like, no, he's the DJ. What the hell are you talking about? Yep. And I get in there, yep, man. You're expecting the Atlas. Oh, yeah. No, no what? <laughs> yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was like, man, we're going to get crunk. But we got crunk yep. in a different way. And he still brought, but he still brings like his twist of hip hop to it. Like he'll still pick up the microphone mm-hmm. here and there. And he'll, you know, he'll spit a couple, you know, verses, but he'll take some of his own music and change it to where it matches yep. the electronic dance and everything like that. And that's mm-hmm. when I fell in love pretty much with electronic dance. I, I got introduced to Red Rocks very, very early on. And yeah, man, Colorado, a yeah. Huge deal. And I had no idea, man. So it evolves. Your have you evolves. been? I, I have not. I lived there for three years. Oh, okay. Bro. Okay. Didn't get a chance to go yet, but that is on the bucket list to go back and I got I have to go. You lived in Colorado for three years? Look, man, I, I worked two jobs and I went to school and money was tight, bro. So I was like, cause those events weren't cheap. That was the other thing. I was like, well, how much is a ticket? Yeah. You know, go see uh Zed's dead. I first got introduced to Zed's dead out there. Wow. And I was like, man, this is amazing. And I go, how much is this ticket? It's like one fifty. I was 19, bro. There was no way I was a four. I was working yeah. at basket Robin, yeah. bro, doing freelance work. There is yeah. no way. Uh, I hear you. So, but it's, that's, it's, that's that's cool. Though. I've seen Zed's dead. You know, that's a classic group right there. there I think uh, this one was with Tech Nine too. So that actually blew me away a little bit because that's the last wow. person I expected to be on. You know, something like that. So, you know, man, yeah. Yeah, it evolves, man. So it's still in our form. You know, it's still in our form. It evolves. Yeah. And so, when it comes to like EDM or electric electronic dance music. What what kind of what did it what did it fulfill for you to actually be like oh man this is why I love music like what was that moment for you where you're just like you know what I'm gonna do this and but it gives you back that that feeling you had when you were rapping 
Uh, well, man, honestly, that's a, that's a really good question, bro, because I, I, I definitely can think to a time frame. Uh, you know, I would take it back to like the festival culture and stuff. And, you know, you know, people have different opinions on it and stuff. But uh, like when I first really, really like understood that it was more than just like dancing, there was an emotional aspect to it because there are different forms of uh, of EDM, just like, you know, any other genre, you know, they call them subgenres, right? The genre under the genre. Um, you know, I, I dove into this certain, certain genres. It's called a future bass. It's like melodic dubstep. It's kind of, kind of intertwined with each other. But, uh, you know, when, when times were like not the best for me, like mentally, um, and I, and I was able to get over that just by progression and, you know, seeing my daughter thrive and, and, and grow. Um, I would, I would say like listening to some of that music kind of helped me put in, into perspective of, of like, you know, how to get through certain things. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty like a cliche to, to say like, um, a certain song or, or like a certain artist, like really help you get through like tough times or anything like that. But uh, I can I can honestly say like it was true like you know listening to the music and then shedding a tear you know what I mean listening to it in the gym on, on some like melodic like really like singing stuff and 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 staying focused you know because it was like all the emotion and like the pain but also the love at the same time and uh, you know when when you're in the gym it, it's it's like the perfect part but place to like release that right. So I think for that is when I was really like, you know, it, it, it was that allure. I, I really, really grew to it. Um, but then when I really, you know, I, I, honestly, I've only been DJing like events for, I don't know, six months, maybe, you know, I've uh, been practicing DJing for maybe a year or so. But I've, I've come to realize like after the event that uh, us and the other friends just did, I kind of realized like it's, it's the only time where I can be like in the moment now. You know, it's like when I'm, when you're focused in and, and dialed in to like DJing and stuff, it's, it's, you're focusing like so hard, like you're not thinking about one other thing. Right. And it was kind of the same in the festivals. Like when I'm in the festivals with my friends and we're having a good time um, and we're focusing on this artist whose songs we know and we've sang in the car and stuff like that. And we're really in the, in that moment. It's like, you don't think about anything else, you know? Um, I, I had that with, with hip hop at first. But then I lost it. You know, I, I remember the last time I performed like my songs, like I started forgetting my own lyrics. And I was just like, you know, I, don't, I just don't I just don't have it no more. I just don't love it. You know, and and I think for me, like I, uh, I always need music as that vice uh, to, to, to keep me going. You know what I mean? Because I, I think it's important for anybody to have something that is not just like family oriented or, or your nine to five or uh, maybe even your business, you know. Um, you always need something that that's kind of gives you that release, you know, and it's, it's cool that like being able to like mobile DJ, like, like family events or, or certain parties and stuff that I'm able to like buy assets and then like make money doing something that I don't even consider work. Right. Isn't that kind of the goal for a lot of people, at least, at least in my opinion. Amen. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, I would probably say uh, that was, that's probably the, the, the one thing that was like, I think I want to do this, you know? That's good, man. And you know what? It's important to really love what you do. I say it. I mean, you heard on the, everybody heard it on the last episode and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. If you don't love what you do, 
it's going to be really hard to enjoy your life and, and live in that moment that you're talking about because, you know, uh, life's going to keep going, right? And it doesn't really give a damn how you feel. So if you're enjoying what you're doing, it's fine if life keeps going. You're not wasting that those opportunities. And, you know, we uh, and I talk about adversity a lot and, and big part of the alpha mindset is to make sure that you can handle adversity. And, you know, Proverbs 24, 16, for just the man fallen seven times and eighth risen up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. And I, I listened to that quote, you know, that excuse me, that Bible verse. And it's true. You know, you hear it all the time. If you get knocked down seven times, get up on the eighth. And that's mm-hmm. that's a real big part of life, man, is you're going to keep getting knocked down. And a lot of people don't understand just because you like you said, you see on social media the smiles or you know all these things that are going yeah. on doesn't mean it's actually happening. So I want to ask you, yeah. man, have there been any setbacks or doubts that made you question your dream? And if they, if you have, like, how did you overcome them? Oh yeah, dude, without a doubt. I mean, obviously you know how long I've been doing it and you know, from the outside looking in, it's easy for somebody to say, why, why even do it? You know, um, why still go down that path? Like, are you just trying to get famous? Are you just trying to make this your career, this and that? Uh, and you know, I would say to them, you know, obviously like no one ever says that to you, but I, I would say to them, it's, it's, because I've, I've been through that, you know, I've been through, through parts where it's like, I would look in the mirror and not even recognize that person. I would look in the mirror and be like, what's the purpose of all, of everything? Um, you know, life is, is, uh, you know, life is given to people without choice. Right. Um, and so are the circumstances with you are born into, but I would always say that life is very much, you know, all about, you know, the things that happen to us, but very much more about how we react to them. Um, so I think growing up and, you know, my grandparents raising me, having siblings, but not growing up with them, being like that only child, um, you know, once I kind of got out of like being around my friends and everybody I associate with, like in the high school, college time, and kind of really was at that point of like trying to figure out I was so lost was so lost. I did not know left or right. I didn't know what was, you know, the good thing to do. Um, you know, you, you feel like you have like the certain amount of people always with you that, you know, since you're with them, you, you have that sense of belonging still that you had when you would see, you know, your peers every day. Right. Um, but sometimes that's not the best. Sometimes like people aren't thinking, you know, in assets, but sometimes that can, that can be, you know, an asset to somebody if, if all the, you know, friends are on, uh, uh, you know, a good path together. But man, dude, like, like I would tell you, man, like that, that time frame of like first getting out, like the 18, 19, 20 to like, even like 24, man, it wasn't really things started like trickling down until like 25, 26, 27. When I, when I go back to school, you know, I, I'm going back to school. I go to Fresno state now. Um, I have one more year till I'm completely done, which I've been doing that for a while, but that was, it was tough, man. Cause when I stopped playing football, I, dropped out i was like okay i don't you want to do school i figured it out right yeah. uh had a kid i was like you know what? i'm gonna go back wasn't ready dropped out again didn't even make it i don't know one semester um and then i was like there's no point in going back and then as my kid got older and i started realizing like man there's not really much growth in me personally as i as i thought w- would come uh i went back so i was like you know what let me dial in um but you know luckily i always stuck with music because even when i was at the lowest of my lows i could always like revert to like writing lyrics uh, revert to, you know, listening, just listening to creations of artists and, and now getting to a point where I can make my own or trying to make my own. 
um man it's it's yeah i don't know i look at those times man and and i could say i regret some of it because some of it was self-inflicted um i could you know try to point the finger at things but no but no like at the end of the day it's all about how i reacted as i said um but but what i what i can say is is i you know i'm, I'm thankful for for the things that had been given to me for the opportunity for the friends and, and the family members and, and my daughter and, and everything like that, that, I, you know, I'm, I'm way past all that. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's certain, could I give you a certain moment? Maybe. Um, but it was, it was probably, you know, a couple of years span of just, just being lost really. That was, was, was the hardest part, you know? Yeah. We call that a journey, my man. And you know what? I'm glad you don't point the finger and I'm glad you don't blame or, because realistically, it's hard, right? At the end of the day, you know, we're, we're grown ass men, we're grown ass women, you know, however you want to put it, and we're gonna make the decisions we want to make, right? And we, there's no blueprint to this world. There's no blueprint to life. Hell, there's no blueprint to being a dad. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of just no. kind of go the way we can go, you know. And I, you're a good dad, bro. If no one's told you, I hope I, I'm. I can tell you, bro. You're a great dad, bro. I've seen how you are with your daughter, and you know, I know it's hard. And I, I can only imagine, you know, realistically trying to do all this and, and having her, you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy life to live. I, I got a dog. That's it. That's my kid. That's my kid. And, yeah. and you know, that's going to be enough yeah. for now, man. But I, what I always tell people and what I've, what I've learned and, and now fully starting to understand is we got to be okay with everything not being okay. Cause mm-hmm. it's a roller coaster, man. We're going to have our ups. We're going to have our downs. We're going to spin around in a corkscrew. We're going to be flipped backwards. We're going to get pushed backwards sometimes, but, uh, just like a roller coaster, mm-hmm. it always comes forward. It always has to go forward, man. So, you know, I hope, I hope a lot of those things have taught you a lot of things, and it sounds like they have. And, and you're yeah. almost done. Look, oh, yeah. you're almost 100%. done with school. You know, Eric Thomas said it the best. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it took you twelve years, four years. A degree don't have no dates. A degree's yep. a degree. You did it, man. So you should be really uh, mm-hmm. excited for it, man. And that kind of need, yeah, yeah. you know, ter- during this journey. Um, how, was there any role models or mentors, man, that helped you along the way, or you know, even somebody maybe you didn't even physically talk to, but followed and, and got something from them? Yeah, man, man, you know, if I haven't talked, you know, enough on every answer yet, I could, I could definitely go on and on about that question. Uh, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I would contribute a lot to you know my 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 friends, honestly, um, just because you know uh, people saw me go through, you know. Uh, phases where it's like, you know, I was lost. People could tell, um, but nobody, nobody thought differently of me or stopped talking to me or this and that. And, uh, you know, I'm real appreciative of that. You know, everybody was very much like, I'm, I, you know, I'm here with you. I'm a ride. I don't care if you have a lot of money or if you're flat broke. I don't care if you got kicked out and you don't got a place to stay after you're staying at home and you're comfortable. You know, I I don't care if you have a car, you don't, you need to get right or nothing like that. Like, I, I, I don't care. And like that just helped me keep going. Um, you know, obviously, you know, my daughter getting older and, and realizing like, I do not want the same cycle to happen to her, uh, honestly kept me going. Um, but you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause like there's different phrases or, or phases of, of like people in my life. Um, like I'll, I'll touch on right now, man, is, is I'll, I'll bring it back more into like the EDM community. And the reason why I bring it in is cause I'm, I'm kind of immersed in it now. 
like I've met people through like raving and, and stuff like that, that, you know, I wouldn't have met otherwise. Um, right now I'm in a, a collective that, uh, me and, and Blake, Blake Gersh, uh, Oh my Gersh is the DJ name, man. Shout out to Blake. Um, yeah, yeah, are, are a part of, man. And uh, it's called Casa de Oots. Uh, you know, that was Blake's little funny, uh, funny. He kind of started as a joke, like saying it, but it became the name. You know, there's eight DJs. Uh, Dom Solo, Musty, who I got his gear on right now. Um, Bimo, another talented guy. Uh, my boy Dabs, uh, Cuevas, uh, Imposter. Uh, Don Cab, which is my DJ name. And then Oh My Gersh, which is Blake. Um, and we're like a group of people that very much share ideas with each other. Um, it's not so much like a, like a competition thing. Uh, we have a discord where we're all trying to be like produced and and stuff like that, that we like, we'll buy what is called like a sample pack, right? When, When like you're making beats and, and, and people like that, like are pretty fluent in making beats, they'll make like sounds and, and like presets for like a certain like synthesizer, um, but it costs money, right? There's a market for it. Um, if somebody buys it, we'll share it, you know? I mean, it could be like 50 to like 100 bucks. And then you give it to everybody free because you're like, here, you know, I want you to grow too. So, like, I, I appreciate those kind of things, man. And, and you know, I'm lucky because when I was in school, um, Blake really made a lot of these connections, man. And me and Blake became super close, like super close because of music. Like, uh, we work together now. We live down the street from each other. And so we're always in, you know, in communication and talking and trying to grow and, 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 and you know, do this together because like since we both had that love for music and then we both kind of transcended into the, the DJ world, we said, you know, let's let's help each other out. Let's do this together because what's, what's the point of ever being in competition, right? We're already friends. Um, and then, you know, he met a lot of these other DJs and stuff. And, you know, I you know, became friends with a lot of them and, and built relationships and is still building that rapport and relationships with a lot of them. And it, it's, it's been great, you know, uh, waking up to like a group text saying, you know, uh, you know, we, what do you guys think about this idea? Okay, let's, let's do this. Let's do that. And, and yeah, man, the, the event that we threw at Tioga was, was, you know, beat the expectations I had, you know, um, we just did it, uh, last Friday, uh, from today. Um, and yeah, it, it was crazy to see, man, because because there are some promotions in the EDM world in Fresno. Um, there's one called LMC. Everybody there's great, and you know, treating me great, and they're very much their own collective, and, and have brought other people in to collab and stuff. But uh, they bring a lot of the big name DJs to, to Fresno on like on a very consistent basis, and there's other promotions and stuff too. That it's it's like I would have never met a lot of these people, and and like staying in contact with them and seeing their posts on social media like keeps me going. Um, because it's like, I also want to be, you know, somewhat of like somebody who was like, Hey man, let's, you know, let's do something. Let's, let's call cab, you know? Um, but you know, it's, 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 it's a working process, um, and and stuff. But as far as like, like role models, other than just that, you know, there's certain artists that I, that I lean on. There's, uh, there's producers, my favorite producers name is Elenium, right? Uh, A lot of people will say like, it's either you like them or you don't because it's like some of it's like kind of sad boy music or whatever. Yeah. But man, hey, for me, it's like, dude, that's where the emotion comes in. And I like it. I love the purpose and the meaning, right? Uh, so he has a lot of songs that I listen to that, that kind of help me and stuff. But, but you know, other than that, man, it's it's, it's those small acquaintances I made along the way, those friends I talk to every day, that it, it, it really does help me keep going, you know? 
That's good, man. You know what? That's that's a big thing, man. I I got my own little circle. I mean, you know, you know my boys. My boys, Derek and Josh, have been with me since. I mean, Josh and I have been together as friends and, and actually family. We're realistically family uh, since like four years old, man. And then you got Derek who popped in my life in 07 and my homeboy just never left, man. And those guys, and the circle like that is really important because not only will they hold you accountable, but they get they give you that that drive to like, Hey, look, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you sorrow for a minute. I'm gonna let you kind of be in your feelings, but we're going, we're going to get back to work. You know, we still got to do what you yeah. got to do. And it's, a, that's it's all you can ask for. Yeah, exactly. And it's really important. That's why, you know, when people are like, well, you can't always rely on your friends. I'm like, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, because realistically there's always a good group of friends that are going to be around you for a long, long period of time. And, mm-hmm. and Blake's been with you since and the, the, you guys dropped that single out, you know, a few years ago. And, here yeah, for here for yeah, a day, just, here for a day. Was here a for a day, day. Yeah. That, was, that was a good song, man. You know, I like the way that came in, and you know, you shouted out Madeira on that, you know, on the album cover. But just just something like mm-hmm. that, the fact that you know these two dudes from a small town created that—that's still art, you know. Whether you know, it doesn't matter really how big things get, and that's the thing is everybody focuses on the end result, like how big was this, how how much did you blow up, how, and that's not really what mm. the journey is about. The journey is about the things that exactly what you've been going through, and you know I, I transitioned into mental health, man, especially men's mental health. I said this on the last podcast. There was a survey of a thousand men. Forty percent mm. of them did not state they had a problem until they started to think about suicide, and to me, like I said, that's that's too late. Because like last year, I really I thought about it twice. I, I was driving into Pacheco Pass, and I saw how easy it was just to go over that cliff. And I really I really mm-hmm. thought about it, man, because I was like, man, there, there's got to be an easier way. There's really not. I mean, it's because then I started to think about how all the people I'm gonna hurt and affect. Because you know, and then my mom's got to bury her son. You know, my dad's got to bury his son. You know, my friends and mm-hmm. the ones that have believed in me, all these people that have believed in me. I'm in a sense being the kind of selfish and, and now I'm just hurting them. I didn't fix anything. I just took my pain and I put it on someone else. And it's really important to really focus on mental health. And I know you and I have actually had a private conversation about it, but when it comes to mental mm-hmm. health, man, you know, what is it? What does that mean to you? Especially being a dude, you know, and you, you know, you got your daughter, like, how do you deal with mm-hmm. mental health on a day in and day out basis, man? Uh, you know, it's, it's changed, uh, the time frame over the years, um, you know, part of, because of the era that we grew up in, it was very much that, uh, it wasn't kind of okay to talk about things and it was kind of frowned on for males to, to reach out to other males and, and talk, um, times have changed, uh, dramatically. Um, and it's, it, you know, there's, there's more emphasis on it now. And I, and I'm happy because I was very much that the guy like in high school that really didn't think, you know, oh man, you know just put some dirt on it. Right. If, if, if there was an injury in sports, kind of the same thing there, if there was anything that you kind of felt sad about, you can, you could, you, you know, you've been through it, you can tough it out. This and that. As, as I got older, I realized that's, that's not the case. You know, you, 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 it's, it's important that, that you need to have, you know, someone to talk to. Um, you need to blow off some steam somehow, you know, you need to find that bias that is not going to be a detriment to you. Um, outside of the music thing, um, that's kind of helped. And, and the, in the friendships, um, I would say personally, like staying in the gym is, is something that I like doing. Um, and part of it is because like, one, I love music so much. And like, like it's, it's, it's another time where I could like list, like just completely zone things out. Right. Like, yeah, you're not going to always have the best workout and stuff like that, but it, but it's so important to like kind of focus on your fitness because I don't care 
you know, what anybody says. The hardest part about it is getting there, right? And, and, and walking in and actually getting a go workout. Um, and, you know, every single time, whether if it was the best workout or not the best workout, I walk out feeling better. You know, yeah. there would be time frames where it's like, you know, there's a big time frame, obviously, that, you know, I was not doing that at all. And, and it really kind of messed with me. And then like, there was a whole change. Right. And, you know, gained a lot of weight and this and that. And it was kind of like focusing like on other things and, and, and not really trying, trying to get there. And, and, and I'm completely happy, you know, with myself now. And I think part of it is cause like I, I stay in there, uh, well try to, you know, <laughs> try to stay in there. Um, but I, uh, I, I think that's, that's a big thing. Another thing for me, I would say, which I've kind of been doing a lot more lately is reading, um, is I have like some self-help books that, um, are kind of more business oriented, but every time I read it, 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 it kind of helps me just think more of like, okay, this is, this is you right here. Look at yourself from the outside looking in and know that this can be you, you know? Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's helped, man. I, I try to dedicate myself. I'm trying to stay on schedule, you know, Google calendar is, is the best, you know, thanks, <laughs> thanks to technology that, that where things can just pop up and be like, okay, I could, I, I can, or I should do that right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, you know, going to the gym, um, kind of staying away from, from bad influences or putting yourself in that position, uh, reading, uh, you know, other small things I like to do, you know, sometimes I like to just take a drive and, and think, uh, music's big for me, uh, but I would say that's probably probably the biggest thing outside of like just you know you staying with the people that's close to me. But but man, it's it's I'm happy honestly that that you you are doing this and and kind of shedding the light on mental health because even though like it is easier to talk about now, it's still harder for men. I feel like and even some females like like don't get me wrong, yeah. um, it, it it really is. But. But it, uh, it's important to know that, that you know, if you are feeling this some type of way, you're not alone and, and you should talk to people. Yeah, man, there's a lot of red flags as men, you know, and I, again, not trying to say that women don't have problems and they it's hard for easier for them to talk about it. It's not the message here. The oh, message yeah. is simply that's just, not. Yeah. The message is to simply say that a lot of us are just afraid to talk about it and afraid to realize that, hey, we just need help. Because what happens is you bottle something up. And then you shake it like it's a soda can. When you open it, it's going to mm-hmm. pop. Eventually, you're going to pop on somebody. You're going to take it out on somebody. Or, you're, you know, eventually, unfortunately, going to hurt yourself if you're not careful. And Yeah, man. That's, that's real. That's the exact. And that's the thing, man, is especially doing back to that survey. They even talked about, you know, the main things are finances, health, and relationships. Relationships is another thing that really talks on it and i just went through a breakup myself and again no bad blood mm-hmm. whatsoever on her she's she was again she's an amazing woman she did great things just life happened we we needed to figure things out but mm-hmm. i look back at it now and it's like okay god needed to give me this scar because i needed to, it was going to propel me to where i needed to be and my, that's the first thing my mom told me she goes look this is not going to break you this is going to propel you to what you're meant to do and i'm very excited man because I'm I'm the vessel for God, man. And if I can shed the light on mental health and help and just touch one person and be like, Hey, look, you can do this. Like it's okay. It's going to keep moving forward. And that's why I think it's a point for someone like yourself, because if you knew cab, you knew cab as the, the high energy power, you know, football guy, you know, but everybody thinks that just because you're this guy that you don't have things going on. And that's the thing. It doesn't matter the background. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you look happy to other people. We got stuff going on. 
And there's a lot of red flags mm-hmm. to look for. If you catch yourself, I think the biggest red flag is if you start to question yourself and you actually said it, you're like, you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, Hey man, is this even worth it? And that's a red flag right there. Like consult some help some way, talk to one of your boys. And if you have no one to go to, as far as like your friends, you got to change that circle you got to change that circle fast, but it doesn't mean you stop there. You still go find a way. And, you know, you touched on going to the gym and that's something I have. I haven't been going committed to the gym, but like I at least go on two walks a day with my dog. And yeah, bro, I'm the same. It feels way better when you're done. When I say when I say gym, I, I mean it in, in form of like that's what I like doing because I like lifting weights because yeah. I've been in that football thing, you know. Um, you know, obviously, I, dude, I go to, through time frames where I don't go to the gym for a week and then it turns into two weeks and then I'll go for like a week straight <laughs> and then two days off and then another week yeah. and then you know. Um, so so I definitely like on and off. I'm not a gym freak by any in any means, but what I do mean by it is some form of of activity fitness that that you know will we'll get you a sweat going and, and challenge your body you yeah. know because there's there's nothing better than challenging your body because i think it helps you challenge your mind you know absolutely and uh you know mindset is everything right you want to you want to have that alpha mindset that's what i'm saying that's <laughs> what i'm saying my man and and that's the biggest thing is that you just got to find a way to keep going right you know it, it's gonna be all right it's gonna hurt life's gonna knock your ass out sometimes and you know i i love this quote from rocky balboa you know, success is, you know, how much you can take and keep going forward. Right. You know, how, it's about how hard you can get hit and get up and keep moving forward. And I got to say, man, I, you know, a lot of us can say that we've, we've, <laughs> we've been hit and it's in different ways yeah. and it's really, really different ways, but it's just the fact that, you know, okay, I'm not done yet because I'm still here. If you wake up and I, it's, it's true, man, I wake up every day now, every day. And mm-hmm. it's like, I open my eyes and I'm like, Thank you, God. I woke up. That That's it. I have another opportunity to go and try to change the world in the way that God needs me to do it. And that's as simple as that. And so with this, mm-hmm. you know, what's you having on here, man, I really appreciate you actually opening up and, and talking to the stuff that's, you know, kind of personal. And I know it's hard, but I really, really appreciate it to kind of end this in the right way. What is some advice you can give to the listeners that are right now questioning themselves that are you know, maybe I don't know if I should keep going or they're kind of just stuck in there in this negative mentality. What kind of advice would you give them to get out of it? Uh, man, obviously very easier said than done. Um, but I would say do and focus on things that make you happy. I don't. I, it could be anything. It could be a creative art form. It can be something that's not creative. If you, you know, you like doing something that's very work oriented, but nobody else finds fun, but you do, you know, don't listen to the outside people saying that's boring. Why don't you just come out and hang out with us if that's not your thing? Um, if you like doing something that's creative as far as, you know, journaling stuff, writing stuff down, do it. Um, and never, 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 never like make your decisions based on people's opinions um, do what you feel is right. Don't be afraid to take advice from people you trust. Um, but also like know that at the end of the day, you are able to control your own happiness. Um, once people kind of figure that out, then I think it, it becomes easier to talk about the times where it wasn't so easy. You know, like you said right now, it, it it's not easy to talk about, which is like you think in, in from, from back then it, it wasn't right. Like it's easy to lie when you're not happy. But 
now since like that you know things are a lot better than what they were it's, it's it is easier to talk about for me personally it's like yeah man you know this is this is you know i wasn't as successful then as i am now or or i would say success in the terms of like mentally but but uh you know look at look at look at where i'm at now you know you know it it was it's 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 showing up and, and having that smile and being that force and and trying to, to to make everybody else smile around you and that's my thing it's not everybody else's thing but that's what i like to do i, I just like to joke around and not really take life too seriously um but also try to stay focused and, and, and figure out what you know how i can keep progressing and stuff um but i would say i would say man don't listen to the outside forces you know do exactly what makes you happy uh know you can focus on it um you know i i'm fortunate right now you know another person who i haven't talked about which i have to give props to is is my girlfriend um you know unfortunately uh she you know she's a nurse she's that's not the unfortunate part but she, she's, <laughs> she's a nurse she's she's yeah, she's been in a nurse for for you know quite some time close to a decade yeah and um you know she actually you know called me the other day and said that she she had actually lost one of her old nurse friends she doesn't work at the hospital anymore where she works to uh to suicide oh, um, literally happened not, not too long ago. And, you know, the reason why I kind of want to bring it up kind of because it ties into it is um, it, she thinks it's very much because of the stress from the job, um, not feeling as appreciated from, you know, uh, say the industry of nursing or, you know, it's, it's kind of a thankless job, especially going through the pandemic. Um, and being young like us, and then, you know, it just kind of ending, you know, it's, there's many cases that happen like that in all different walks of life. And, you know, just doing those little things that make you happy and kind of focusing more on that other than the stresses of life will help, you know, your chances be greater of being okay mentally. Um, don't be afraid to talk to anybody at any time. It took me a while to learn that, but but yeah, man, you know, long-winded answers because, you know, I can talk all day. Sorry. No, but, it's all right. It's um, all right. Yeah, man, it just is, you know, it's, it's, it's good to have conversations even like this and stuff like that, man. So, yeah, just uh, just do just do what makes you smile. That's it. In, in short, do what makes you smile. That's it. That's the name of the podcast right there. Let me tell you, do what makes you smile. <laughs> and you know what, man, I, that's, that's, that's true. And I... I was talking to my boy Derek just the other day and I was telling him, I go, you know what, man, people keep telling me I'm happier right now. And he starts laughing. He goes, do you know why? I go, you know what? It's because I treat, I, when I come home, I go, I get to work on the podcast. I get to work on my business. I get to work on trying to gain clientele for people I can consult, people I can help motivate and then eventually book motivational speaking engagements. And I go, man, I love it. I love it. I, I, I come home and it's, it's like, that's my real job. Like I, I leave work to come home to actually work, but it's not work for me. And I just enjoy it. And he goes, it's because mm -hmm. your current job is nothing but a side gig while you focus on your real stuff. He goes, it's what helps bring in a little yeah. bit of income for now. And while it fixes mm -hmm. it. And it's true. Cause I, I enjoy it. I enjoy every minute of this thing. You know, the editing part, even a lot of people don't know what goes behind the scenes is this takes mm -hmm. a minute <laughs> this takes a minute to edit and put together. Oh but yeah. But it's the mm -hmm. journey of it, man. And I, I, I just love what we do. And, you know, I, I got this quote from, uh, I think it's Ken Poirier. Or if I said the last name wrong, I apologize. But it's, today's your mm -hmm. opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. And that's it. You focus on today. You focus on now. You take it one step at a time, one inch at a time. 
and things will gradually start to go. And, you know, we talk about mentality and you alpha mindset is actually inspired a lot by the mama mentality where the obsession he had, but he always talked about, you know, if I just, if I get up earlier, I, like he talks about his workouts, he got up earlier so he could work out and get more workouts in the day. And he talks about over the years, uh-huh. how that separates him. Well, that's, that's with anything, you know, you, you just want to be better than get up and read 10 pages in a book. And, you know, these, these little things kind of involve. So, you know, man, it's, it's great that you got to talk about this stuff. I'm, I'm glad you got to drop some knowledge and really get, give people the advice that realistically we need to hear. And especially for men, there's a lot of men out there, man, that just don't want to talk about it. And it's cool. I'm not going to try to force someone to speak on it, but the message is it's, it's okay. It's okay. Even if sometimes it's a stranger, you never know. Actually, mm-hmm. Derek talked about this the other day. I think last Sunday, he texted me. He goes, mm-hmm. a complete stranger walked up to me and he told me what was happening and he gave me a hug and he said, thank you. You don't know how bad I needed someone just to listen and to give me a hug and tell me it's going to be okay. And I'm like, see, that's God talking to you right there, man. That God puts you in that position and that's what humanity is all about, man. So it's great to hear that you're doing a lot better. It's amazing to hear the mentality you have now and the fact that you refound your gift. And that that's important. You found the edge and your gift back to where it brings you the passion. And you got one hell of a group, it sounds like, that keeps you going. You guys feed ideas off each other. Yeah. And that's what it is, man. You, you take that group mm-hmm. and you guys become successful together. And that's what it's all about. People think you got to do this a lot yeah. all the time. You don't. Yeah, no, for, for sure, man. And and this interesting dynamic about that group is because, uh, you know, everybody in that group kind of have, have been like kind of pieced together. Um, not everybody like grew up together, kind of like how me and Blake did. Yeah. And and honestly, we haven't even really been together that long. So there's still way more, you know, like connections to be milked just in that group. But Absolutely. but it's, it's, it's everything is all on like a common ground, right? Yeah. Like every single person that I named in that group are super talented. They're way more talented than I am. You know, I'm just, I'm just there to make people laugh. I mean, I'm just there trying to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. honestly, man. And I'm okay with that because I'm, I'm happy that I'm, I'm able to be around people that like are, are great at what they do. Um, you know, they, they don't only just like DJ, all, all, they have other attributes too that like as friends, it's, it's awesome. And then I also have my group of friends that I grew up with that, that, you know, you know, that it's like, I could, I could go like play poker with them and, and, and just talk about life, you know, good old nights right and, there. uh, yeah, yeah, man, just, you know, having, having those people close to you, it's, it's important. It's, it really is. It really is, man. And you know what? You dropped a lot of good things, man. I want to thank you for donating your time today. You know, I know you're a busy man and appreciate I you. and I appreciate it, brother. We we opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people. And I hope anybody listening out there that you guys know that it is okay. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to deal with it. And we have to, because mm-hmm. in order to control these emotions, we have to understand and discipline them first. You can't understand you can't control something you don't understand and discipline. And that that's just that's yeah. facts. That's life. That's just the way it is. So, you know, if you got a friend, you got a, your mom, your dad, your cousin, hell, your dog, I don't care. You got to talk it out and mm-hmm. really deal with it. If you want to just do it at home in the privacy of your own home, it's okay to do that. If you want to do it publicly, you can do that too. It's it's fine. But do it to understand what's going on so you can then control it. Do the breathing exercises I talk about. You know, you take 30 seconds, take a deep breath in, raise your hands above your head, hold it. And just do that about 10, 10 different times and you're going to naturally calm down. Another one is if you take a deep breath and you take a second breath in before you exhale, it actually is scientifically uh-huh. proven it will calm your anxiety down. So if you 
again, it actually calms your anxiety in real time and actually brings those levels down. So there's a lot of that different ways. Sense. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways you guys can do it. But Cab, man, I really appreciate you, brother. This is this is by far a really good episode, and I appreciate the time. And uh, for those that want to check his old rap out, he's still on Apple Music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Young Cab's yeah, out man. there. Hey, yeah. uh, check him out. But I'm pretty sure yeah. that you're going to hear some a lot of new good stuff, right? Yeah, you know what's funny is, hold on, I'll grab this real quick go before ahead, we go. go. Um, I walked in today, and I actually uh, just got this uh, this letter in the mail. Hold on, I, I don't want to cover my address. <laughs> but this, there's, this, there's this little thing right here. It's called the Symmetry Academy. Oh, okay. Um, and it, uh, basically, it's a mentorship uh, on music production and stuff like that. Um, and... Uh, yeah, they uh, they just let me know. I just got accepted there. So uh, let's go. You know, t- t- today was a, t- a blessing because I, I, you know, it was a lot of like phone interviews and stuff. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, there's gonna be new music on the way. It could be you know shortcoming. It could be a long term thing. But uh, you know, I'm not gonna give up because it makes me happy. So whatever. That's <laughs> it, baby. That's it. Well, hey, man. Congratulations <laughs> to you, brother. Dreams come true. You keep going after it, and the more dreams are gonna come your way, brother. So. Everybody, like I said, keep that alpha mindset going. Cab's giving you the reason to continue to believe in yourself, believe in your dreams, because dreams do happen. And just because there's a setback doesn't mean you can't set up a comeback. It doesn't mean adversity can come back, all right? So everybody, keep that alpha mindset. Keep it strong. And again, I want to give a huge shout-out to our sponsor, Checks Watches. Go in and check them out. They got a lot of good fits, and they'll fit you right. I appreciate it, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.